This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com. She said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. Uber is ISIS. You know what ISIS means? Oh, Uber is hey. ISIS. Oh, we ain't gonna be in no fire. Not today. That's true, Chris. A chef told me that. Don't look. Don't just look. put it on there. Just, if you're looking, it ain't tough. cooking. You gotta cook the meat. Don't look at it. Don't keep lifting and lifting. It knows when you're looking. It can smell the fear. Look at when your meat is ready to be turned, it will tell you. It's not sticking to the grill anymore. One thing that that street preacher we were talking about earlier might yeah. not be happy with is a guy like Bill Me? Nye. <laughs> ta- Bill Nye talks a lot about evolution. You know, he's the science guy. Yeah. And he was on the Discovery National Geographic channel and talking a little bit about humans and sex. And why is it that, you know, we don't mate in a mating season. We're just always brandy. All right, Crescent Scott number one. When it comes to sex, we're all animals. Sex is how you pass your genes into the future. It's evolution's way of providing innovation, new traits, new colors, new shapes. For most animals, they have sex during a single season, single time of year. It's just something you gotta get done if you're a living thing on Earth. It's business. But when it comes to humans, we wanna have sex all the time. Procreation, schmo-creation. Apparently, the same evolutionary processes that gave us this big brain allowed us to predict the future and see what a burdensome situation sex can put you in. So along with that, evolutionary processes created this super hard drive to have sex anytime, anywhere. He goes on to explain why sex feels so good. Wow. Crescent's cut number two. Well, evolution is what determines our size and shape, how tall we are, our hair color, and so on. Well, apparently it also determines what we feel, our emotions. So by getting pleasure out of sex, we are driven to have sex and pass our genes on. You know, all this talk about sex is making me hungry. Wait, that's not what I meant. All this talk about sex is making me horny. Oh, my God. Wow, the creepy oh, scientist yeah. guy kind of got creepier. Super creepy. Yeah. Ooh. Got loose in that bow tie. Gosh. Making me horny. <laughs> Did you have to do that again, Space? Come on. And uh, Saturday Night Live airs every Saturday night, oddly enough, on Global. And they uh, have Julia Louis-Dreyfus hosting with musical guest Nick Jonas, who cannot play the guitar. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus, of course, formerly an SNL cast member, Mm. doing the little promo rounds, recording little uh, short bites for the web uh, to let us know what's coming up on the show this week. And uh, this is her with cast member A.D. Bryant. All right, Crescent Scott, number three. Hi, I'm Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest Nick Jonas. I am such a big fan of yours. Oh, thank you. Jaws, Close Encounters, Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, you're thinking of Richard Dreyfus. Wow. Take the compliment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. And Julia, of course, of Veep and uh, what's that show she was on? Um, mm. Seinfeld. She was on Seinfeld. Um, she talks to uh, the musical guest, Nick Jonas, about, you know, uh, her time at SNL. Crescent's got number four. Hi, I'm Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest Nick Jonas. You know, Nick, I was a cast member here back in 1982. 82, wow. Yeah. So you're old enough to be my... Biggest fan. Yes, you say that. Biggest fan. That's right. That's what I was going to say. Right, right. 
Bring us back to you know your old when. <laughs> you know your old when. It's a theme when. today on the show. And you know your old when. Yes. You are Paul McCartney. Paul oh. McCartney's an old guy. He's old, but uh, boy, can he rock mom jeans, yeah. you know? <laughs> he looks great in those. Yeah. Um, the other night, he uh, played a tune that he has not played for 50 years, over 50 years. Paul, there are some Beatles tracks that Come Paul on. McCartney has not played live in his solo career. Really? Yes. And he played for the first time since the breakup of the Beatles, a little ditty. I can't yeah, wait. What, what, uh, which one could it be? What is it going to be? Well, it's the next Crescent's Cut. A Crescent's Cut number five. From that first guitar, yeah. just that first, love awesome. it. I'm right in there. Um, He's the coming last, to Hamilton, by the way. I just he want is to coming that to Hamilton. And if someone wants to buy me tickets, I would be happy to accept them. The last time that Paul McCartney played Hard Day's Night was in 1965. Wow. At a concert in Daly, California. You know, I Daly was talking City, to, and I hate it when people do this because now I feel like I'm going to have to take a shower, but I was talking to Ron Sexsmith once, and uh, he's a big Paul, McCartney, big Paul McCartney fan, and he's also a Canadian musician. And uh, he went over to Paul McCartney's house, and he had this. He he, he um, was friends with somebody that was friends with Paul McCartney, and he mentioned, "Oh, McCartney lives up there." And he was like, "Oh my gosh, he lives right. Here. We're like we're almost there." And he said, well, "Well, let's drop in on him." So you dro- they drop in, and it's Linda was alive at the time, and they had breakfast. Like Paul McCartney made this guy eggs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then he said, "Okay, well, uh, do you have a washroom?" Because he had to go in the washroom. So he goes into the washroom, and it's got one of those. You know, when you go to flush it. It's it's the the chain on the top of the tank. That's so cool. Yeah, I want one. So of So he had to come out of the bathroom after being in there. Honestly, he was looking all over the place. He said he was like lost and was so embarrassed. <laughs> but he had to flush what he did down. He didn't want to leave it at Paul McCartney's house, just at the side of the kitchen. So he opens the door and he looks out to Paul McCartney. He's like, I don't know how to. And he said he gave him the little Yankee Yankee <laughs> at the sky sign. It was a very embarrassing moment, which I'm sure he didn't really want me to share with everybody. But there you go. He got he had eggs with Paul McCartney though. Yeah. Were they scrambled? Why would you got that? Because scrambled eggs was apparently the uh, working title of uh, the song yesterday. Really? Apparently, someone's got to be able to back this me up show. On that. This show is on fire today. I I just want to tell you, I don't. Creston's cuts. Bravo to you, my goodly sir. This is the AM six forty afternoon drive show. Listen live weekday afternoons from four till seven on AM six forty. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.